Pints and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy I think it's the wrong memories. Uh, I, it was beautiful, not well, then, yeah. but now. Two thousands, they were really quite rough, and now the women are people. Then wrestling is fun. I, I think it's beautiful. <laughs> I think Elaine Page is somewhere, just she knows it. She felt a stirring have, in her heart. I have the snot bubble, yeah, m- well, much like I Jay Hunt No, I can't. That's gross. Uh, someone told me it was CGI snot, and I was like, no, baby. <laughs> no, that's practical. Someone commits. Someone commits. <laughs> someone Viola Davis their way through that song. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Tights and Fights. I swear I can actually sing. Um, The show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it is. I am the rum tum hugger. I <laughs> do not read these before I say them. I am joined today by fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Princess Jella Kelk. Yes. Yes. Lindsay Kelk. This is Julian's peak achievement. <laughs> I'm the Jella Kelk choice. You are. Lindsay, <laughs> would you like to watch me make the Jella Kelk choice? I would love to. This is now a cat's podcast, and there's nothing we can do about it. Um, and our special guest, he is the producer for the Uncanny Attraction Wrestling Promotion in Brooklyn and host of the Pro Wrestling Mothership Podcast. It's Darnell, sell well and ring the bell, Mitchell. <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights, Darnell. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. I love your podcast. I love all of your faces. Aww, uh, so this is love your face. this is pretty exciting. Maybe so. you're yeah. angelical choice. I mean, oh. I don't know cats. Oh, okay. oh that's well. fair. I mean, but you sh- should go see cats. It is a train wreck and it's delightful. I can't see it because my brother, who is also queer, loved Andrew uh, Lloyd Webster as a kid. So. I know the songs and it's really frustrating because he played it relentlessly. That <laughs> Phantom of the gift. Opera. What a gift and he the gave to you. the color thing. Oh, oh yeah. just it's, 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 a dream coat. Mm-hmm. I can sing it from start to finish if you'd rather do that for today. Um, no. I, I promise you, Cats is like wrestling and that it's just a it's, bunch of cats yeah. coming in and cutting promos about themselves and why they should win the championship. Yeah. Cats is oh. wrestling. Cats, Cats is, wrestling. is wrestling. That's yeah. why it's so magnificent. <laughs> and it has Idris Alba in it, so that's it, And he's of... basically naked. He's a <laughs> naked cat. It's my friend I went with yesterday was very alarmed. It's alarming. <laughs> he was like, why do I feel horny about this? I'm like, because Idris Elba's Cause naked. Idris Elba. And he's dancing with naked Taylor Swift, and it's all very confusing. <laughs> but that's why it's wrestling. Oh, the cats anyway. and cats have titties. Um, so we're going to get into recent wrestling happenings, and we're going to definitely talk about your experience as a fan, because that's something that we always do with new, um, new members of the Nation of Conversation. But first... Tell us about Uncanny Attraction. So I am one of the producers of Uncanny Attractions. It's a company based out of Brooklyn, New York. We run out of House of Yes, the legendary House of Yes. Wow. Uh, which is pretty Wait, amazing. Wait, seriously? <laughs> How did I not know that? I'm not great. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, it's myself, Michael Young, or people might know him as the wrestler, MV Young, and Lynn Friley. Lynn is fucking phenomenal. She is one of the original producers of Coachella. She's done Super Bowl halftime shows. You know, Michael told her about this idea and they started working together and they brought me on. We are an all-inclusive, we like to say all-inclusive. I like to say queer, but whatever. Uh, We're an (laughs) all-inclusive wrestling company. Like Queer, 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 queer. Yeah. (laughs) At least 50% of our roster is queer. We try to also make sure that we have as many women and people of color as humanly possible on our show. We want our shows to represent what the world looks like. I don't want to continue you see like white dudes with black tights on it's not really interesting you're just, so crazy look at you and your wild <laughs> ideas just like black tights and like a black shirt with like an emblem on them like good for you you tried <laughs> yeah oh you're edgy even the heterosexual cis men that we do have on our show i think are still interesting there's something different about them like for example for we have our april 2nd show 11 p.m in tampa rj city's on our show for the first time ever like 
Friend of the pod. He's not a Love normal cis boy. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. So he stands out, you know. So we try to, like, have interesting stuff because it's – I think one thing that wrestling forgets is that it's fucking ridiculous and ah. it needs to be fun. Let's, let's have yes. fun at yes, the show. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. I was going to say, I'm going to do this now, like, to just get it done and over with because I know I want to tell you. About the April 2nd, 11 p.m. show, Tampa, Southern Nights, legendary gay venue. Yes. I'm going to make an announcement. Is that okay? Ooh, yes, please. please. Yes. Exclusive. Yay. Exclusive. So, well, we're going to slowly start announcing matches. I'm going to announce someone who's going to be on our show, who's been on our previous shows, but he hasn't been on our last show. And there's a reason why. Because he was hired by AEW, I can officially announce that Sunny Kiss, yes, will be Yay! on our show. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Congratulations. That's amazing. That's so fun. Yeah. April, April 2nd, Tampa, Florida. Come out. Yeah, oh, we just. I we, know. Uh, uh, I think that we just had our first exclusive. It's very exciting. It feels Danielle, weird. don't cry. It's okay. This is good news. You know I what? Cry you know at what? everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in trouble, but I'm gonna do it. Let's announce the main event. Do no it. one else knows Let's this. Do it. Do it. It will be Sunny Kiss versus Effie in the main <gasps> event. No! On the kind of you meet a ticket. Me? This is in Tampa. Planes fly yes, to Tampa. Tampa. But get me on a plane. Um, it's very damp. I mean, and I <laughs> but don't I'm, like. I'm from. I'm from. I look. I'm I from lived England. in Hawaii. Yeah, I'm the from Seattle. I think damp. The is... thing is, I don't enjoy about Florida is the alligators. The alligators or crocodiles? I don't know which one, but Are I'm not keen on either. Booked on that show. Is there I one know? on the show? I actually had to think about it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept a wrestling dinosaur, but I'm not are... going to get, I'm not fucking with a wrestling alligator or crocodile. Oh, no. No. They're There's scary. no alligators. We are kind of, our vibe is very Miami Vice, 80s oh. throwback. Then I already uh, have the outfit and I will see yes. you there. Yep. Uh, I'm really kind fun. of now strongly about saving up money so oh, I can actually this exciting. go. We'll talk about this we'll talk later. About, we'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> we'll but about thank this. you. That, con- and congratulations. Congratu- That's incredible. That is a great lineup. What are you talking thank about? You. There, oh. and there's so many other people that we have kind of in the back of our pocket. There's another person that we're working out, and I really hope she can make it because uh, I think it would be her second show ever in America. Oh, uh, so this Ooh. should be really, really good. There's a lot of cool stuff that uh, that is happening. And again, we want our shows to be different than everyone else's shows. Like you can go see Bloodsport, which is different, but um, which is amazing. But like you know, we want some fun. We want some vibrancy. We want we some do. happiness. Absolutely. Uh, our rest of shows are just so fucking like dour. Like why are you so? <laughs> yeah. It's like whenever they're stood in the so ring serious? staring at each other that way, I'm like, do you guys know you're in your underwear? Do you guys yeah. know you're in your underwear it's and people like, are cheering for you? I like. I think uh, the young lady who's doing drag for us. I think she said she was like, "Oh, can I wear roller skates?" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, <laughs> you can. Everyone wear roller skates. Want. Oh yes, my yeah. god! <laughs> I One told, day. Uh, inspiration. I said, "I want glow." Las Vegas is what is the inspiration for the <gasps> show. So be as happy, crazy, fun as possible, and yeah, that's what. Me fucking and Lindsay just got so be. wet we slid off of our chairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all puddle. over. <laughs> We're laid on the floor now, just screaming into the microphone. It's a problem. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we have a couple questions again. We ask the same questions for people when they come on yes. because we really want to know. What is your experience as a wrestling fan? What was your first thing that made you go like, this is the thing that I love forever? So my first wrestling show or anything I ever saw was in 1996, January. It's the Royal Rumble. My mm. stepfather at the time like took my brother and I there. Uh, he was like, we're going to your friend, well, friend's house and you're going to watch wrestling. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Uh, <laughs> but I was really into comic books. I don't remember the show at all. But I remember seeing Undertaker being like, oh, this is a comic book. Oh, my God. I had the same experience when I first started watching it. Absolutely. And then I don't remember the February show, but then I saw that WrestleMania. And there are two things, well, three things I remember from that show that kind of solidified my, oh, yeah, you're a wrestling fan now. One was Goldust. Even though he was the bad guy, him being kind of queer, when I knew at that time, I had already knew that I was gay, was really interesting to me because I, I it was weird to see some sort of type of representation even though he really wasn't on TV at that time no mm-hmm. even then, problematic representation at the time was like at least there's like something 
that's yeah. for me. Yeah, they're calling you bad names, but like, I, your hair looks great. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's actually also the debut of Sable, if people remember. She was the valet for Triple H because he mm. wrestled Ultimate Warrior. And I was like, who is this young lady in this evening gown? Because I'm obsessed. <laughs> and then it was Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and Iron Man. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I really am gay. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. That's about when I knew I was straight. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, hello. <laughs> like, 1996, 1997, Shawn Michaels, like, whew. Like, oh, oh, who boy. Mm -hmm. Sunny days, sunny days. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had Again, not lost his smile. Hard for me, because, like, Sable, uh, 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 like a certain era of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, this, I, I fuck with this. This is interesting. This is different. And so I was kind of hooked on ever since. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so like you were a fan, obviously, like all of us are, but now you're a promoter, which is like three steps farther than being a fan. So what is that like to go from being a fan to now you have to like, you have to put matches, like you have the book. Like, how does that feel? Really, really frustrating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much, but I hate it at the same time because you... <laughs> As a person who loves alcohol, I have to be very careful because I'm the king of getting drunk and messaging people. But now it's like <laughs> I'm messaging wrestlers and I'm like, yeah, I'll book you on this show. Not realizing, <laughs> oh, wait, can I book them on this show? Oh, no. <laughs> you can't slide into DMs when you're a promoter. What is the aftermath of that like? It, it, there was a match uh, for this, uh, uh, this show and I was like, fuck, I did tell you that. I was like, I do want you on a show. <laughs> All right, so I had to change a match <laughs> to add them to the show. This, like, is, no, how, no, get you on. this is how we end up with an over-the-budget battle royal. This is how these things <laughs> exactly. happen. Do we think Cody this was just wrecked when he was booking that AEW show? Like, one too many it's, cognacs. This is exactly what happens, because you're just sort of like... It's weird, because I have a lot of friends in wrestling, and I want them to be booked. I love them, and I feel they're very, very talented. So it's just kind of like, yes, I, I'm going to book you as much as possible, but you have to be really, really careful about that because, you know, I also want to make sure that fans feel safe for our show. I want to make mm. sure that we have the right wrestlers for the draw. I also want to make sure that we have wrestlers that are, quote unquote, up and coming. Like we have Devin Monroe at our WrestleMania show. And I think he's going to be the biggest star of 2020. So fuck yeah, I want you on my show. I think wrestling Twitter has actually, surprise, surprise, helped me quite a bit. Oh, because that's nice. I that's nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, you uh, never hear that. So that makes I'm glad happy. to hear that it was helpful. <laughs> because I, I know what's on the cusp of what people are talking about. So, like, mm. in October, Danhausen was supposed to be on our show. And that was before Danhausen really, really went crazy and, like, got really, really popular. Because I was just like, people, I feel something happening. People keep talking about this person. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard to have kind of your fingers on the pulse. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's easier when you're in these certain kind of pockets of wrestling Twitter to kind of be like, ah, this is what people want in their show. Mm -hmm. This is something that is a concern mm -hmm. for people. These are the things that I can do to better our wrestling show. From what I know, uh, someone else can tell me differently, but we are the only company with three queer people as the owners. Mm. So like, it's all coming through a lens of a queer woman who knows film and TV. So she runs a production like it's film and TV. And like no film and TV. Like yeah. not even yeah, like, it, it's not like someone experience. who's like, oh, I kind of, blah, blah, blah. no, like this person like is a monster and a beast at film and TV. Yeah, and do you have Michael who's actually a wrestler? Mm -hmm. And then you have me who have my own like kind of niche uh, of things and, I think all three of them work together really, really well, but it's, it is very nerve-wracking uh, coming together with a show. Because uh, the thing is, we just want to put on the, the funnest show possible. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, then you think about, like, budgets. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Money is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need it for goods and services, and it makes me mad. Um, <laughs> but so what are you watching right now? Are you watching WWE or watching AEW? Like, what are you watching, and what are you super psyched about? I actually have not been watching as much WWE, and I, I've only seen one episode of AEW. I've seen a lot of clips. I don't have cable people, like, because it's know. 2020. Yeah, uh-huh. We all, and we've I've, all gone away. It's all yeah, gone away. It's all done. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me that, like, um, I, I believe TNT have a 
stream on Hulu, which I have, but they yes. don't, AEW's not on it. I'm kind of like, well, if it was yeah. on it, I'd no, watch it. And, and, live. Oh, that's so frustrating because like, I get that you want to get the eyes in so you can get the ratings. I understand, but it's like, so many of your fans are cord cutters. Like yeah. I, you would get so much more ad revenue if you would like, even if, okay, air it on, you know, TNT on Wednesday and then do the stream like even a week late. I'll still watch it. I'll still watch you, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird to me that as I've gotten older and gotten more quote unquote into the wrestling business, mm. I primarily only watch independent wrestling. Uh, and I try to get to be able to see it as, as much as humanly possible. Yeah, I weird. got to. Uh, I went home last month, but I got to like watch some Defy. And I was like, oh, it was nice. And it was like one of uh, someone's uh, one of their last matches, but uh, Atlas's last matches before he moved on. And I was yeah. really yeah. happy that I got to see that, you know? Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. And, and shout out to. I still love. I love Progress. I've never not loved Progress Wrestling in the UK. I think they're fantastic. I watch a lot of UK companies. And then a major shout out to Riptide Wrestling because not enough people are talking about Riptide. Riptide is unbelievable. Their production value is insane. Tom and Josh do an incredible job. They, uh, <laughs> Their entire roster is super diverse. Mm. Their entire crew is super diverse. I remember Josh messaged me like a year ago because they were coming out with a shirt. And he was like, hey, you know, sorry to bother you. I want you to take a look at this shirt. Uh, just, I just don't want anyone to, you know, because this might seem this way. And I just want your opinion. I was like, that means a lot that you're even just asking someone else for their opinion. Right. Because you want to make sure you're doing the right thing. Uh, and not, I don't know many companies that do that. Uh, Riptide has a promotion. Uh, I think it's like $7.99. I, I do have a, a subscription to them. It's fantastic. Their content is unbelievable. Uh, their champion is queer. Cassius is fantastic. Mm. Um, it's it's the company. People need to watch <laughs> Riptide. It's it's amazing. No, that's great. Okay, um, so first of all, we normally do this at the end, but I know that you are constantly tweeting about promotions and things that you like. Normally, we do like these plugs, but I do want people to hear what your Twitter handle is because I know everyone right now is like, what is he talking about? Where can we find these? And you're always tweeting about them. What is your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at Dnellicious. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Never apologize. Never no. apologize. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why it's so funny to me. Uh, <laughs> at Dnellicious, uh, one of the main podcasts I do, the Queer Nerd Podcast, is at the Queer Nerd Z with a Z because uh, we're Hardy Boys. Uh, Hardy Boys. I also run the Uncanny Attraction Twitter page as well at uncanny underscore attract. So if you ever see us interacting with each other, it's totally me just talking to myself. <laughs> well, and I also, so that. yeah, you've been hitting up, uh, talking about a lot of indie promotions that you like. Are there any other ones that you want to highlight or any other indie wrestlers that people should be knowing about and loving on? Billy Dixon is always someone I always mention. I think that that kid is unbelievable. He's talented, he's smart, and he has a creative drive. He will be coming out with a show in June. Paris is bumping, which is just... I know, I yeah. saw that. Oh, yeah. Straight people that listen to this podcast, <gasps> and I don't know how many of them there are, but um, <laughs> uh, it's a Paris is burning reference. <laughs> it's fantastic. Zoe Lucas is someone who I think is great, uh, based out of Australia. Cassius from the UK, who I mentioned before, who's a Riptide uh, champion. Chuck Mambo is always someone who I love, who's also a, a UK wrestler. Trisha Adora, who's based from the South. like She has an African... Uh, aesthetic and it's absolutely beautiful and she's amazing and shout out to tasha steels she will be signed in 2020 a hundred percent she is one of the most charismatic women i've ever seen wrestle she wrestles a lot for battle club pro i think she just was on nwa uh, which is pretty exciting. Uh, she will be the star to watch in 2020. I'm super psyched because like a lot of like indie wrestling, we don't get to get into as much. And like me and Lindsay watch like everything and everyone. It's very exciting for and us. I know <laughs> we go to as much stuff as we can. So I'm like, tell people what you like. But now we've got to get back. 
Mainstream. I, yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, so if you weren't listening for the last 15 minutes because you didn't know the names of the people, you'll know these people's names, so get ready to sigh with despair and frustration while we talk about <laughs> Monday Night Raw because that's how that works. <laughs> I will say, no, this last, I like, look, this last Raw apparently got a lot of people excited. I'm not super one of them. But it did start as a fist fight between the teams of Big Show. I love him and I appreciate him and I'm glad that I am he's pleased that he is still boy. well enough to be working and is enjoying his life. Good for your Hit. knees. Um, Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens, also known as Team Big Boy, yes. also known as Team <laughs> Eiffel Tower Danielle um, versus the team oh. of AOP. Oh, I've said it on the podcast several times. They know where I stand. Um, also versus the team of AOP and Seth Rollins. And then this man showed up. Ready to unleash. Oh, what the hey. heck? Buddy Murphy. Here are your winners. AOP and the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. The Monday Night Messiah was preaching earlier. Embrace the vision of the Monday Night Messiah was his exact words, King. And it appears it appears that Buddy, Buddy Murphy, Murphy has right. embraced that vision. Okay, so I will stay up front. I have been very like, oh, Buddy Murphy was like more than we thought he was. Like he's uh, he's very talented. Um, he was very underrated. I I you know I, again I haven't been following as much as the main roster. It just doesn't really excite me as much as a lot of other corners of wrestling. Um, I will say I think it's exciting that Buddy Murphy is getting more time and good for him that he's on Team Seth Rollins yeah. because he gets more. But how does everyone else it. feel? So, yeah, I felt really. Um... So earlier in the show, he had another match against Alistair Black, which was another fantastic match. The two of them wrestling each other has been a real joy and something I did not know I needed or wanted. Right. Had not, would not have said, who would you like? You know, my favorite professional wrestling cat owner, who would you like to see him <laughs> wrestle? And I would never have said, my favorite wrestler who co-parents a pig with Alexa Bliss, because I did not think of those two things going together. This is how I feel about wrestlers on the I main still... roster. I judge them by their pets. I'm fine with it. I don't know what their relationship status is, because this is not tapping titles, but maybe one day. <laughs> uh, but as I understand it, they still co-parent the pig, and I support that. Yeah. So, great news. But uh, yeah, I didn't know I needed these matches. And then the, they've been fantastic together. They have genuinely brought these incredible matches. And then when Alistair Black won again, yes. I was really surprised. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess Alice is going to move on to a title reward. Mm -hmm. What will be Buddy's reward for these fantastic matches? To have him just lose all of them, what is his reward going to be? Absolutely, yeah. And then this was his reward. And I was like, well, good for you. Because no, you actually you're... have put so much work in for mm -hmm. so long. You look incredible. He's and got himself yes, into this does. crazy shape. Yeah, and he's being elevated to working with Seth Rollins, yeah. who is arguably... Who we can only learn amazing things from. Yeah, arguably like the most... I don't know about over but the most senior like he is yes. the locker room leader right now it's very clear yeah. what do you think about that mitchell sorry i call I... people by their last names because i was raised oh, military. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> i think buddy murphy is fantastic and i think that it, I, i'm very excited that he's actually getting uh, example a, a reward for those incredible matches with alistair black uh, i think that sometimes wwe definitely do kind of throw people aside Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I think mm -hmm. they're actually trying to make an effort to, to find right roles for everybody. He's got to change his whole look, though, because I actually want to see a whole evolution of it, even yes. though I love his theme song. But I, I want him in suits. I want him in tights that don't have fringe. Well, uh, I've heard, I've heard <laughs> that so evolution much. is a mystery. So <laughs> yeah. some oh, members uh -oh. of my extended family don't believe that's a real thing. So <laughs> I don't know if they're going to agree with you. Evolution is a mystery. <laughs> Sorry. But it's a great song. It's a great song. That would kind of make all four of them be uh, different enough, but coherent enough as a, a cohesive enough as a team yeah. uh, to make sense. I, I would love to see him in the, 
uh, sort of title range, not the main event title. What's what's the title on Raw? Oh, I don't even fucking know. Who even is knows it, which one is where? Look, I'm I, absolutely, I am deviating from the script right now. To talk about suits? Yes. Excellent. And not Mitchell, the USA show, actual no, suits. No, actual suits. Mitchell, you are a fashion kind of... Sw- it's literally your job. Yeah, Donnell yes. is a hell of a well-dressed man. Oh, Would, my God. Thank you very much. People, like, they think I'm joking. Like, mm-hmm. when I'm just... When they're like, oh, you... Why do you just dress like that? I'm like, I'm literally a stylist. Like, I've literally <laughs> gone to school for it. Literally it's my a job. stylist. Okay, so I want to know which of these fucking black trunk, black shirt boys would you most like to take and fucking fix? You know what? I, the first person that came to my head was Cesaro because Ooh. Cesaro can actually dress really well. Yeah. You know those tearaway those like tearaway suits. That I thought that was amazing. Yeah, he made that. Guess himself. who made them? He, he made, made it, them. right? Yeah. Yeah. Bonkers. Like he can sew, and it's you have this beautiful pepperoni shaped nipple man who is just <laughs> unbelievable looking, and I think it's so gorgeous. And uh, international oh, and beautiful. speaks like a million languages. Yeah, I interviewed him one time, and he was wearing a suit, and my then boyfriend was with me, and he was filming the interview while I just sat and literally melted the chair yeah. underneath me. It just melted, and I was like. But I'm in love with him. <laughs> My pelvis just shattered. Yeah, just yeah it's like that. literally um, break me into. I I am in love with you. I'm on the floor. And I he, because off my chair. he's just a beautiful man, and in a suit, that physique, oh, it is so proportional. He just looked. He looked like a movie star. Oh, I am. I am just a hole. But like, <laughs> it is insane to me. What he's in fucking capris. Like he oh, yeah. has such a <laughs> you both saw this so sad. <laughs> I know. Caprice should be uh, forbidden. He's the most frustrating because he's the one that I know has much better gear options than that. Yolanda, the designer, people might know her from Twitter. Mm-hmm. She actually still designs a, uh, like a lot of his old trunks, and like his stuff was beautiful. Yeah, like he hits her up, and I just this is a man that literally looks like Superman, and it's crazy to me because I know he can look better. Yeah. And he has looked mm. better, so it's seeing him regress makes me more mad than seeing. I don't fucking know. Let me think of somebody boring with fucking tights. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's so many to choose from. Anyone on NXT? Oh no! Any I do NXT think man. it's interesting. We're, this is totally off topic, and Julian will be despairing. But no, he's actually doing do good. You... He gave me thumbs up several times for this. <laughs> I think it was really interesting on NXT this week that Johnny Gargano was growing some sort of wrestler beard, the long pointy beard, mm. and my my husband is like, "Why is he doing that? It looks so dumb." I'm like, "Well, because I guess he has to look different in the ring with Finn somehow." Because they're just yeah. two pretty dark head boys with great bodies and trunks. So yeah, I'm not going to know who is Look, who. It's like when the Castros, like the, the, the non-running for president Castro had to grow a beard. Yeah. It's like, I'm married to a twin. One has to have a beard all the time. Finn Balor is a little bit different than Johnny Gargano because he does have that hog on him. Oh, but well, yeah, side. no. J- Johnny uh. does not point his dick at people because his dick is no. for one woman, and that is Candace. I know. And I do right. feel like I would be able to pick Finn Balor out of any kind of lineup, dressed or otherwise, just from a crotch shot. <laughs> I would just know. I've spent more time looking at that crotch than, like, any once ever in my life. Like, I'm just I used like, to oh, work hello. in Bloomingdale's and I was like walking around on the floor and the, a guy asked me a question. I turned around. I looked at him. I was like, huh, you kind of look like, oh, shit. And then it was Finn. <gasps> no! He was with Kathy uh, oh. Kelly at the time. Oh. Uh, and then I looked at him and I, I, I said it to his face and it just came out. Uh, and I'm really good. <laughs> like, I've, you know, being in my, uh, my field, I've, I've got to help like A-list stars. I've mm-hmm. judged people for the Grammys, for the Oscars, stuff like that. And like, for some reason, he was one of the few people that had just made a difference in my life. Yeah. Uh, oh. and, I, and I said, holy shit, you're fucking beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, thank you. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to walk away now. Uh, <laughs> all right. I walked away. So here's my next question. And I'm glad that you brought up award season. One of these days, I truly believe that we are going to get to see at a major awards ceremony, be it the Oscars, the Globes, the BAFTAs, we're going to get to see John Cena. Cena has a suit problem. <laughs> and Just the thought of it made me laugh. How would you fix his suit problem? I would tell him, 
all of your suits don't have to be a fucking window pane because <laughs> all of his suits are the same fucking pattern. Even Roman Reigns, I love Roman Reigns to death, but he wears the same fucking blue window pane suit. And it's so fucking I annoying. believe I have a uh, photo of me with both of them in those suits. <laughs> exactly. I remember that episode of Total Divas where John Cena was like, oh, I just got a bunch of custom suits. I ordered 50 of them, Nikki, uh, as he <laughs> stares at her condescendingly. Um, remember how some of them were shorts? Anyway. <laughs> I just, I, I think if you have, you don't even have to have the money to have like a nice custom suit. You don't have to spend that much money on it. And it's insane to me that they are not tailored well. No. He does not go mm. out of his comfort zone. You could wear more than window pane and more than chalk stripe. I think being as big as he is, he needs to experiment with smaller patterns, like a cute little blue gray houndstooth suit on him. Yes, love adorable. Him. He's because he always man. seems to be making himself look even bigger with his suit. Yes. But he, he does. this is the difference between yeah. him and a Cesaro to me, and I'm so sorry for the people that are listening at home and seeing wrestling, and I'm like, suits. No, um, I think that our I fans think, know I that this is what we do. So, but I think <laughs> Cesaro, as we said, he's no, so proportional. There's no template of a wrestling fan, so y'all are going to enjoy these true. fashion takes Take and it. like yes. it. And it's going to help it. It's gonna help some people, and it's going to entertain others. This is what we're yeah. here for. John exactly. Cena shops at 90s Black Black man Imperium. Yes, yes. And I can't. I'm sorry. Like, you oh can't. my god. <laughs> so my best suit story ever is from The Simpsons when Homer gets the assistant in uh, yes. Homer and Delilah and Simpson and Delilah, and his assistant is like, "Let it all hang out. You cover it." And it's like a suit is supposed to correct and help you look better. John Cena is just like, I already have massive shoulders. Please make my shoulders more massive. No, he no. He, he looks, I'm sorry, he looks like uh, Maze bought a suit that Puffy recommended. <laughs> <laughs> and, Steve, and Steve Harvey was like, yes, you look great. Yes, uh, yes. Steve, I love it. Steve Harvey, was, <laughs> Steve Harvey loved it. Yeah. I don't want to see the fabric of your trousers five. ripple. Like, I don't want to see a ripple in that pant leg. Like, you, no. you make a good point also about shoulders. Wrestlers need to do this a little bit more. Um, if you're getting custom, or even if you're not getting custom, the shoulders that you want, you do not want a structured suit. You mm-hmm. want a more unconstructed suit because of your body shape. You have all of that goodness on top. Yeah. Let that natural shape show. Do Let a shirt shine. shoulder or, or saw padding. I learned it's a this- lot more cleaner. It just looks easier. Um, so before we get on to our main event, is there anything in wrestling that happened? I took us off on a crazy diversion, but it's something that you know a lot about, and our fans know, I wish Mike was here, that we do Fashion Corner quite quite often, um, where we talk about the fashion of wrestlers. Is there anything that happened on AEW, uh, 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 NXT, if anyone's watching the main roster that y'all want to talk about? Um, I would like to talk about Ali's promo. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing, and it felt really modern. Yeah. Um, and, and so that was really good to me. It was a nice counterpoint to them just having a model in a bikini. Oh, AEW allows their women to talk? Uh, well, when they're on. <laughs> when the women are on, they are allowed to speak. They yeah. did it. Yeah. Um, let me shut the fuck up because they let me have Sunny Kiss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love AEW. We got an island. We got Sunny Kiss. And, and so you we're know, like, AEW fun. just got extended yeah. through 2023. That's incredible. That, yeah, it's cute. Right, it makes it a success, right? That means we eventually we finally have a true comp- competitive entity to WWE on our televisions for the foreseeable future. I think that's actually amazing. Yeah, I do. So I, think that's I do. Great. I am so proud of and them I for achieving that. And I appreciate that. Like things take time to build, and a lot of times people bail on stuff because it doesn't work right away. AEW works, and like people yell about ratings, but like who fucking cares? Yeah. Oh, um, I don't give a shit about ratings. I don't give like, a shit about ratings. I want it doesn't wrestling. line your pockets. It doesn't make a difference. You don't know what the agreement was with uh, their particular company. USA is more than excited that the third tier WWE show yeah. clears half a million yes. guaranteed a week. Yeah, they're very, they're very fucking happy with it. Yeah, uh, I am particular in terms of like, I don't like. When everyone says give them a chance, you got six black people. Like, literally, count them. There's mm-hmm. six of them. Mm. We need more. Uh, stop hiring all these random... Who the fuck is Dr. Luther? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this, Batman? Like, what is happening? Oh, like, someone hire Batman. Yeah, no, I'm very much on team. Like, I'm giving them a chance. It hasn't been a year yet, but, like... Yeah. 
I'm okay with them making mistakes. They just can't be the same mistakes. Yes. Exactly. But I also feel that I I don't necessarily, I'm not going to give you all day to figure out your woman's division because you figured out your main event division, your tag team division pretty fucking quickly. Yeah. So if you can do it with that, I know you can do it with women. They're the same, except yep. they're women. Yes. Uh, they're I don't need to see Brandy wrestling. I like her uh, a lot. I love Brandy. I love Brandle mm. with all my heart. I'm really worried about what she's doing she with that women's division. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, you've got so much talent in that ring. I'm looking at Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida, and I'm like, oh my God, just give me this all day long. And instead I'm seeing some bizarre secondhand uh, straight edge society bullshit with a little bit of lucha mixed in. And See, I'm I, like, I like I it, don't... but it doesn't work without awesome. Like it doesn't work, it without, doesn't Kong. work without Kong. And you already have Dark Order doing the same thing. You already have Jericho and the Inner Circle doing the same thing. I'm just, I'm. It's it's not good a lot enough. Of bad guys. I'm sorry. Um, like the women's yeah. division is well, not good enough. It's not. And we don't give enough credit to. I'm actually gonna give credit to WWE for for something. <laughs> We don't realize how good certain people are at certain roles. Mm. And I mean that in a way, uh, sort of uh, offset. R-Truth, for example. R-Truth is fucking fantastic. Yes. Oh, my God. When you go to a live event, he gets the crowd hype, and he will get that crowd hype. The 95% of the indie wrestlers that you love on the independents because Mm. there is nothing to compare against someone that has been on that level for so long. Brandy, I really enjoy her. You are not Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie right. McMahon can control a crowd well, like she's been nobody's doing it business. Since we yeah. were children. And also, so don't since she was children. Good point on our truth. We actually have a clip that I think help, helps uh, to elevate how good our truth is. But I know you will go flying over that top rope, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman? I'm not in the Royal Rumble match. You step into the Royal Rumble match, you're going face to face with Brock Lesnar. My bad. For the first time ever, the 24 7, 7-11, I-95 South and Kentucky European TV champion is officially undeclaring the Royal Rumble match. Yeah, so uh, this was pretty amazing. And also, I do want to give a quick shout out. Um, my wife, I've been talking about her for years. I am in love with <gasps> yes. everything. Mercedes Mercedes Martinez was finally signed somewhere. Yay. Oh, my God. Um, I can't I'm handle so happy. it. I'm so fucking happy. Literally, with their signing of Sarah Del Rey as trainer, yep. this is one of those things where I'm like, this is a revolution in the fucking women's division. Yeah. Oh, it was a good week for WWE to get Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez in one oh, class. And I'm like, oh, God. well played, friends. This shit is gaying up. Yeah, that's like... If you have any thoughts on what we've discussed so far, I'm just doing the Mercedes Martinez. My arms are open. Like, <laughs> the... Uh, Uh, Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram via the links in our show notes. We'll be back to talk about everything that went down this week, including Hulk Hogan Blanchard up next on Tights and Fights. Let me be happy. Let me be happy. Let me be happy. Hey, gang, Jesse here, the founder of Maximum Fun. And with me is Stacy Molsky, who is, among other things, the lady who responds to all of your tweets. Hi, everyone. I also send you newsletters. Uh, so anyway, something really awesome. You, Max Fun listeners, have given us the chance to do something really cool on behalf of our entire community, and we wanted to tell you about it. Last summer, following the Max Fun Drive, we put all of the enamel pins on sale to $10 and up members, with proceeds going to the National Casa GAL Association for Children. Your generous support and enthusiasm raised over $100,000. Our bookkeeper, Steph, would be quick to tell me the exact total is $109,025. 
to be exact. Your money will go toward pairing kids who've experienced abuse or neglect with court-appointed advocates or guardian ad litem volunteers. In other words, kids in tough spots will have somebody in their corner. Knowledgeable grown-ups who are on their team through court dates and life upheavals and confusing situations, whatever. The money we raise together is going to help a lot of kids. Whether you bought pins or not, you can help us build on that $109,000 foundation. Make a donation to support National Casa GAL and help some of our nation's most vulnerable children at MaximumFun.org C-A-S-A. That's MaximumFun.org CASA. And seriously, thank you. Our community rules. and fights. I'm Danielle Rafford. I'm joined by Lindsay Kell and Darnell Mitchell. Perfect. Oh my God. So few people get that on the, uh, like just the beat, right? That was great. This week we're giving uh, our attention to one corner of the wrestling world. This is our main event. I said, let's get ready to rock. Whoa. I hate this. Let's keep it short. Tessa Blanchard's one of the biggest names in wrestling right now. She's been champion in WOW, AAA, Rise, and plenty of other places. <laughs> I know. I loved her. That's why it makes me sad. I know. We thought that she was like, I was all fucking in on Tessa Blanchard. Viola. Viola. I was all fucking in on like, yes, please, intergender wrestling, make her your champion impact, you cowards. Um, And then... Uh, everything got fucked up, according to a lot of wrestlers, like literally across promotions, across countries. Tessa has a track record of being a bully and a racist, like straight up, like Lady Hulk Hogan shit, like fucking uh, uh, Moolah shit, like not great. Well, maybe not quite Moolah, because Moolah also had some like sex trafficking yeah. stuff. I, mean, I don't think anyone's called her a pimp yet, but yeah, like, she's not a pimp. Let's, let's see what plays out this week, because I <laughs> feel like they've called early. her everything else. It's still very uh, early in the day. <laughs> and so whatever it's worth, nothing to me. Uh, well, whatever, whatever it's worth, Tessa has been like, no, y'all are just jealous. Like uh, a reality TV show star. Like, I didn't come here to make friends. Y'all is jealous. So before we get into this, we were all on board the Tessa train, right? I I was. I for sure. I've always enjoyed her work. I love that she pushes boundaries. I love her look. Um, I watched the match with Sammy Callahan. Obviously, it was colored by what happened at that point, but I watched the last match they had together, and oh, I loved amazing. it. I love that match. You do not question that she should be in there. No. It doesn't feel like oh, they're letting this happen. It feels like she belongs in that ring fighting that person. Especially, like, sometimes it can feel that way yeah. with the second it's or third how generation set up folks. often, the way it is, that it's like, oh, and especially in intergender, where it's like, oh, you kind of know that this is all planned because you know he's not allowed to hurt her. You know he's not going to do this. Those two went to war on each yes. other. And, like, they look like they're genuinely trying to kill each other. But then this happens, and it's so ugly. And for it to happen the way it did, with her sending out a she did it, dumb she tweet. did it to herself. Do not tweet saying women should be supporting women instead of trying to knock them down. If you don't support women, if you don't support women, because you know what women are do- gonna do? They're gonna fucking get you. Whisper Network gets you every time, Mitchell. How do yeah. you feel about Tessa before this? Because I heard you do kind of a shallow sigh, not a deep one. But there was a sigh there. How did you feel about Tessa before this? So this is where it also becomes hard being a promoter is I'm in a lot of locker rooms. I have a lot of friends who are wrestlers. Uh, I hear a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I could tell you. Well, I'm not going to tell like everyone. But like there are certain wrestlers where I know are assholes. But they're assholes. They're not like those type of people, if that makes any sense. There's a difference between being an asshole and then yeah. being someone who uses racial slurs and, and tries to blackball yeah. other people because they want to keep their spot. Yeah. Now, I have... Crabs in a fucking barrel, man. I've heard from other people about her. Uh, obviously, it was rumored online for quite some time, but I've heard from wrestlers directly who uh, said that she wasn't the nicest. I've had only two interactions with her, uh, but one was we were doing merch next to each other, and her and I were literally singing punk pop songs to each other. Uh, she was, oh, and no, she was with Ricochet cute. at the time, and we were, it was adorable. We had like we talked, we kikied, it was fine. And then I actually was mm-hmm. backstage with her 
in September for Battle Club Pro, and she was she was a consummate professional. From what I know, a lot of these interactions were definitely from quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, but I'm going to I'm going to go back into it. Uh, but it's going to be hard for her having that last name, same as Charlotte, for example, yeah, right. having that last name because. From what I know, there were a lot of people who used her as much as possible to be friends, to elevate themselves, and threw her aside. Mm-hmm. So because of that, and she did put shitty. up a wall. Yeah. And we all put up a wall. I put up a wall. I have defense mechanisms. But you also have to be a fucking adult. You don't have to be friends with everybody. But you don't need to be a complete dick. Just because someone else is a dick to you doesn't mean your response necessarily needs to be a dick to them. Yeah. Uh, Like, I know heels are heels and heel moves are heel moves. They're on lines. Like, you can't say the N-word to someone and spit on them in the ring if you guys haven't talked about it and if it's not part of a thing. I mean, you shouldn't do it anyway. No, there's a consent issue there that but there's is a, a boundary there's a, breach yeah, that like um, you, takes away trust. Like, the spitting stuff, like, that's something that I think that you discuss. The N-word yes. thing, I think you just don't fucking do no. because why would you fucking say, why do no. you want to say that word? If you can't get heat without using that word... Then go you're go fuck hill. yourself. Yeah, like yeah. MJF you, then does you can't it every do your goddamn job. week. Yeah, and that would be like me sitting down to write a book, but only not using vowels. I'd be like, I don't know how to do it <laughs> this any other way, and it'd be like, then you can't do your job. Get the fuck out. Like, but, there, if you can't do your job, you can't do your job. And if you need to use that word to get the heat, then you can't do your job. Mm. Yes, and this is the thing about her that I feel is her internal issue is that I think that she feels she has definitely been wronged in the business, and I don't disagree with that. I know, like, she's had some really, really rough patches but because you've had rough patches to get where you are in the business and now where you are what you do is don't do what those people did to you beforehand you become nicer and you help uplift those young ladies rising tides Uh, man and she's not and she does not do that and she doesn't recognize that she should be doing that that tweet of support women what it should have said is i know in the past i've had behavior that i am not proud of and I would like to apologize for that. Speak a word. Right here, right now. Uh, yeah. I'm not proud of all of my behavior, and I want to become a better person, and I want to become a locker room leader. Women, let's strive to support ourselves going into 2020 and support each other. Because, That's yeah. what you should have fucking yeah. said. Yeah, because what I do, I will say, like, I mean, N-word stuff is, like, kind of, like, really, like, I- I'm pretty black and white yeah. with it. But it's yeah, yeah, also, totally. like, I do believe that we have to give people room to grow and change because a lot of this stuff people are learning, they're unlearning their shitty environments they're unlearning their shitty childhoods and a lot of it is happening because of social media and because now everyone has a voice or in before there were only some people that had voices so i do believe that people can grow and change also apparently this was like two fucking years ago and yep. and like uh and word passes i i i don't i don't give them um so i do agree with you like it's if you're gonna do that and be like, hey, I'm about to win the fucking belt. I want to make sure I have support. First of all, yeah. don't throw other women in the business under the bus. Yeah, don't. It was. It wasn't even like this is a great moment for all of us. Let's all support each other. It was literally like support fuck you guys me. for yeah. not having supported me. Yes, and even then the sheer overwhelming number of people that came yeah. out and said, yeah. I got a story. Everyone, across promotions. And she hasn't acknowledged, all she's acknowledged in her statement is, I do not use that word, I am not a racist. But I'm like, can we just speak Girl, for a second? Girl, that was 50% of the point. Yeah, I was like, can, but, like, but can we talk about how bullying's not cool? <laughs> I know your dad is like a legend and, and you are following in certain footsteps. That doesn't give you the rights yes. to Bella Twins people. And also, uh, like block them, and it doesn't give you the right to treat people like dog shit. Before we move on to our next segment, there is one thing that I have to fucking say because it bugged the shit out of me. When a woman does something fucked up and shitty, can we just talk about that and then not make it into a weird slut shamey bullshit thing? Please. Yep. Like, can we Please. not suddenly be like, she took a shit? and recorded it for someone. Maybe she did. I don't know. What I Get do, your coins. Get yeah. your coins. <laughs> yeah, was anybody harmed in the making of that poop? No. I also point you towards the page situation that happened this week. Absolutely. That her boss made a horrible joke. A horrible joke. For and, like, a, like a million reasons. And it was bad. her responding to it, just saying like, well, I guess 
even my boss doesn't respect me, was to paraphrase. And people jump on her and say, but look at the things you have done. And it's like, what she has done and the dating choices she has made, and that has nothing to do with a boss yeah, making her a, a joke shit, about you. But that has nothing to do with and I'm, her, yeah, be, her like, news I'm sorry. being leaked. It has nothing to do with, she had a fucking miscarriage. Like, come it's on, Imagine you're at work in your company and your boss said something about that, about one of your co-workers. Would your immediate response to be like, do you remember when those news leak no you would be like oh my god that's so unfair you can't say that that's not cool but because she's a public persona people jumped on it and and people i didn't expect people i was surprised at jumped on it and said yeah but her boyfriend's a piece of shit i'm like uh so it's okay it's not okay it's not okay her boyfriend is a piece of shit i tweeted i was like her boss is completely unprofessional Mm -hmm. you should apologize if this were a corporation with real hr and a real company he'd have been fired for that Mm -hmm. or at least reprimanded and then i said she is also a person who, uh, for whatever reason, uh, had no issue with her boyfriend saying homophobic yeah, racist that things. Sucked. But I can still acknowledge that this thing that happened to her was fucked up because I'm able to, I don't know, have two thoughts. Yeah, like, you can actually parse like, things. Oh my God, you, you and your crazy multitasking brain. You can parse <laughs> things. and like Both things can be true. She can be yes. really fucked up because her boyfriend fucking sucks but and she co-signs him. That. So even like when people are making that, that post of like, uh, he should be apologetic. There was a, uh, of course, there's always reply guys. But they, yeah. the response was, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was um, a bad thing. I thought it was just a, a joke. You should get over it. And then yeah. people would be like, "You do realize she's had a miscarriage and she said that she can't have children." And then they go, "Oh, hey, guess what? If you don't fucking know, why don't you just say, hey, why is this sexist? Why is this a problem? Can you explain it to me? Yes. And we're glad to do it to you. Yeah. Don't automatically just think you know what the fuck is going on because you don't. And if you think you know what the fuck is going on, again, you don't. Go sit in the corner." Be quiet yep. and let us educate you. Yes. Thank it's you. It's all right. Yes. So if you've got any thoughts uh, on what we've discussed uh, on me getting Eiffel Towered, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, not about you being part of the Eiffel Tower because you're not. Um, <laughs> via the links in our show notes to keep the conversation going. Again, unless you want to be part of the Eiffel Tower, I'm very specific about who I want it to be. It is just a Joe and a Kevin. And we'll be back after this with three things from the wrestling world that you should know about. This is Fights and Fights. If you're looking for a new comedy podcast, why not try the Beef and Dairy Network? It won Best Comedy at the British Podcast Awards in 2017 and 2018. Also, I There were no horses in this country until the, the mid to late 60s. Specialist bovine arse vet. Both of his eyes are squid's eyes. Yogurt buffet. She was married to a bacon farmer who saved her life. Farm-raised snow leopard. True. Download it today. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast from MaximumFun.org. Also, maybe start at episode one, or weirdly, episode 36, which for some reason requires no knowledge of the rest of the show. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Welcome back to Tyson Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Kell. And... Darnell Mitchell. This week, we want to end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is a three count. And Darnell, guests go first here. What would you like to put over? Um, Myself. <laughs> uh, yes, please. Yes, we love it. Uh, well, obviously, I would put over Uncanny Attractions uh, April 2nd again, 11 p.m. Please make sure you guys go if you can. Uh, I would put over Lauren Moran, who I believe that's how you say her last name. Everyone kind of knows her because she did that beautiful Becky Lynch poster, mm-hmm. uh, that one that got really over. She did survival shirts. And then people shirts. copied it because they're shitty. Yep. Uh, she did a survival shirt. Uh, she's a dear friend of mine who I met at WrestleMania last year. And like, literally, we're having dinner actually on Sunday. <laughs> we're still gonna, yeah. She's fucking amazing. So please uh, support her if you can. Get a commission from her if you can. Uh, I also want to shout out to, of course, my uh, producing partner, MV Young. We actually have an extravaganza. It's called the MV Young mm. No Rules, uh, No Ring. Fashion show extravaganza deathmatch. Uh, it's going to be on February 6th at Our Wicked Lady. Uh, so again, no ring, no rolls. Uh, we're going to have a band as well. We have two matches. Billy Dixon versus David Lawless. MV Young versus Casanova Valentine. 
There will be a fashion show as well. Mm. Uh, all of the proceeds, uh, I wish I had the charity with me, but all the proceeds will be going to a charity that gives back to trans women of color, uh, which is pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, right. And it's hosted by, of course, none other than me. Uh, it's my <laughs> first time emceeing an event. I don't oh, know what I'm going to say. It's going to be uh, great. So, I, But he was like, it's a fashion show. Why the fuck wouldn't I get you? Uh, so <laughs> that's February 6th, four days before my birthday, actually. So please uh, go out and support that as well. Don't forget to follow me at Delicious and Uncanny underscore Attract. And listen to, oh, sorry, last thing. I'm so sorry. No, uh, please. Carry uh, on. The newest uh, episode of the Queer Nerd Podcast. Our newest episode just dropped this week, and it's with Faye Jackson. Uh, it's pretty amazing. <gasps> she actually, it's uh, she drops a lot of stuff on it uh for the first time ever she talks about leaving ring of honor and her issues with uh, several of the women there and the booker there and how that show was run and she's never talked about it before oh and my it's god kind of, that's really right now like yeah super... i was like literally i was like i was like girl do you want me to cut <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like are you're saying like names girl like is this okay she's like no it's fine i'm canceling myself in 2020 uh, <laughs> so um please go out and check that out uh that'd be amazing um and yeah cool oh that's great kelk what are you putting over do you know I'm going to put over the entire episode of NXT this week. Very nice. Because I just had a lovely time watching it. <laughs> I don't know if anyone noticed, but uh, the women's match was super fun and full of surprise faces, including your wife. My wife! She's just gaining it up bum, and making it absolutely bum, magical. Bum, bum. That's what I should have this done This is for... what we refer to as big dick energy in oh, 2020. She has so much of it. This is going to sound so creepy, but I saw her when she came with Rise mm -hmm. and like she crashed into a chair like on me. Did you have a moment? But her hair, hair smells good. Oh, well, it's that's so good. creepy. It's so no, creepy. It's not. It's I nice didn't when mean people to, like, smell her good. hair. It's just like she came by me and, and she had been wrestling. Yeah. For that's like amazing. 15 minutes. That just at means that point. she just smells good. All right. So for me, I've talked often about sometimes these moments need to be on AEW. They do. These moments need to be on the show. But on Being the Elite this week, it was pretty fucking fantastic. <laughs> our perfect lady alien and our perfect dude bro got together in a moment of pure Disney magic <laughs> um, when Stratlander and Orange Cassidy, she was trying to figure out what chairs were and how they worked because she's not from our planet. She's an alien. She doesn't know. Orange Cassidy put the chair up for her, sat her down with an arm exposed. There's no clip for this because they're, they're, they're who they are. <laughs> like, he took her hand, sat her down, and then he fucking booped her. <gasps> he booped her nose. There's a boop? He, he booped her nose. There's been a boop in wrestling this week and I missed it? Where's yeah. that gift? You, you evil people that you withheld this gift from me. Yeah, he literally, like... <laughs> And Boop. the whole thing could be gifable. It happens Boop. in like 10 seconds. After he sits her down, so now she knows what a chair is, he boops her nose with his index uh, finger, and then he walks off with his hands in his gift. pockets. And it was fucking perfect. It's a gift. It's a gift to us all. Um, and that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Darnell Mitchell and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out. We're so happy that we got to hang out with you. Thank you so much for having me on. I had a blast. Now I have to like go like, you know, make money yeah. uh, and make sell some more suits, uh, which will be fun. I think your podcast is extremely, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts uh, at all, actually. And you guys are one of the podcasts that I listen to. I think you guys are always really happy. You try to be really uh, positive. We do uh, try. I like the dynamic. We try really um, hard. <laughs> you know, and having any podcast that has like women or people of color, like I'm always down to support uh, just because I think that there's so many narratives, there's so many stories, there's so many opinions that people actually don't get. Uh, and instead of talking about, oh, well, we should lift these voices up whilst they're still talking, I don't think that works that way. I think you lift voices up by having women, by having queer people, by having people of color actually do the damn thing. And I think you guys are a perfect representation of that. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you gosh, so much. And so actually much. right back at you. Yeah, for real. Thank you. Is there anything else that anyone needs to plug? Kelk? I'm on the internet all the time yeah, at Lindsay are. Kelk, where I will happily engage you in conversation about cats, uh, makeup from my 
podcast, full coverage podcast, which is having a very special guest on the new episode. I wonder who that is. It might be you. Oh, no. Uh, so that will be out next uh, Tuesday. So you can hear Danielle on full coverage on Tuesday. But yeah, just come find me at Lindsay Kelt to talk about books and cats and jellical things. Books and cats and books and cats and books and cats and books and cats. That's we great. just made a house song. <laughs> um, as per usual, watch the Honest Trailers. I wrote the draft of the Honest Trailer this week, which is the Honest Trailer for Bad Boys 1 and 2. I mean, it's like people don't care about Bad Boys 3, whatever, so it's not. But I like, I'm really proud of the trailer. I think it came out really well. So go and watch that. It would mean a lot to me. I'm really proud of it. Um, We had a lot of fun on the Honest Trailer commentary talking about it. So go check that out. Our producer and introducer is the seducer, Julian Burrell. You married. What you doing? Stop, Stop throwing your arm game all over this podcast before I go tell your wife. The job doesn't stop, man. It just doesn't stop. Our senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. And you can keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all of those, as you know, are down in the show notes. Um, If you love what we do, and we love that you love what we do, thank you all so much. We couldn't do this weird shit without you. Please, if you get a chance, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, and share us with people that you know and that you love. Again, we sincerely thank you so much. We couldn't do what we do without all of you. And thank you so much to all the Max Fun members who like give money to this like dumb weird thing that we do. And I'm I I, I we appreciate you so much. We have merch. Go look at our merch. Buy our um, shirts. We're a t-shirt company now. We're a t-shirt company now, as Triple H says. So for all of you who have been like, we want Tyson Fights merch, we have it! Go buy it. So we will be back next week for, of course, more. Tyson Bites Podcast Tyson Bites MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported